three grown men who care way more than they should. Glenn Clark. Glenn, no way. I'm sorry, Aaron. Did Alicia Fox call you the man beast? AJ Francis. And of course, everyone boos Roman Reigns, even though he puts on the best match of the night. Aaron Oster. Guys, look, there was that one time. You know, <laughs> oh, Aaron. Aaron. You're the worst. You are the worst. This is Jobbing Out. Welcome in to episode number one billion of Jobbing Out. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster from the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone, and guess who's back? The main event. <sighs> yeah, AJ Francis <laughs> of the Washington Redskins, who uh, just uh, just got back after uh, he spent, uh, you know, like every spoiled, you know, America-hating athlete, all of them. <laughs> they clearly hate the military. They have no respect. All of these guys with their kneeling and their, they clearly, they just hate them, which is why, of course, AJ was busy hating the military on a USO tour. In <laughs> but he was protesting by not watching the Super Bowl in America. <laughs> Hang on a second. All right, so I saw your tweet on Sunday. Did the screen, did the broadcast really go out with three minutes left in the Super Bowl on Sunday? Yes, it did. Oh, did it come back? It did. Okay. okay. <laughs> Oh my but God. it was it was like that for a solid four or five plays. Oh Jesus <laughs> Christ! Especially with that at that point. In no the doubt, game. man. I literally looked at everyone in the room. I was like, "Is is this a is this a joke?" <laughs> <laughs> All right, well let's let's talk about this before we get into. It. We got a lot to do, including we're going to do our own top ten list uh, this week. As obviously SmackDown bizarrely introduced a top ten that I still have no idea what that's all it, about. It has no purpose. But we're going to do our own, and we're going to uh, broaden it a little bit later on in the show. I have no idea if we're going to have a guest this week or not. We had a couple things that we were working on that may or may not come together. Uh, one that we know, we uh, I can tell you, in fact, uh, the greatest man who ever lived, Austin Aries, will join us next week here on uh, Jobbing Out. We were hoping to do that this week, but he just got back from Peru. We got to do it next week. Um, now. Just for people that don't know what this means, you doing a USO tour, they're like, okay, that's cool, but like, what really were you doing? Um, run everybody through how you just spent the last ten days over in Kuwait. Um, it was cool, man. It was. Uh, I was asked by the Redskins, did I want to go over there? It was the first time they ever took active players on this. This was like the 59th time the Redskins have sent people over there. Um, not always to Iraq or Kuwait, um, just on tours to see the military. Um, in foreign lands, and uh, usually it's the cheerleaders and alumni. Um, but we, me and uh, Tony Bergstrom, the he's our um, one of our centers. Yeah, he used to be with the Ravens. Yeah, he did, and uh, he uh, we both had the opportunity to go over there with two also former players and um, a former cheerleader who was basically like our mom on the trip, <laughs> and <laughs> she was the one that made sure everybody was where they were supposed to be when they were supposed to be there. Um, and, uh, it was cool, man. We got to play basketball with the troops and dodgeball and I got to go see really cool stuff that I'm literally not even allowed to talk about. Wow. Wow. (laughs) Like, yeah, dead ass. And then there's also like, uh, like we got to go to like the swords. I don't know what they're called. I don't remember the name of them, but there were swords where Saddam used to have his like, like military parades and stuff. And you, to be able to go there. Now, the prime minister of Iraq has to personally sign off on you being able to go there. Wow. Like, 
Yeah, so um, me and everybody with our tour and then the soldiers that were like our direct handlers for the trip, um, we all got to go there. But while we were there, they were like, yo, yo, we got like three minutes to take these pictures. So wow. make sure to, you know, wow. make sure you get your pictures in, get back in the car, and we need to get back to the base. That's cool. All right, cool. Were there uh, um, were there Redskins fans like uh, over there serving that like was, yeah there were there were a lot there was the guys that came up in Redskins jerseys and hats dope. and that's people dope. have Redskins flags for us to sign um, there was if I had to guess what team there was most of it would have been Cowboys fans well, yeah that, sure that's a given. Yes. and it was more Cowboys fans it was after that it was actually Eagles and Patriots fans obviously. And they and, were probably um, more out. Yeah, know. I mean, just because you you know when they're in the Super Bowl, people are gonna wear more stuff. Exactly. Sure. Sure. And then, um, but the, you know what's one that was really big over there that I was actually weird how many times it came up was Raiders fans. Yeah, I, that doesn't surprise me. They're everywhere, yeah. man. Yeah. They're everywhere. <laughs> it's crazy, dude. It's crazy. Um, that's dope, man. It's 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 really cool that you were able to go experience this. Now I'm going to ask you this. You're uh, pretty vocal on Twitter about yeah a lot of things. Um, yeah. What were the con- I, What were the conversations like while you were over there with these dudes? Oh, they were good, man. Nobody and man. chicks, but I want to make sure I didn't say that. Yeah. Dudes and chicks. I'm sorry. Dudes is yeah. all encompassing. Yeah, correct. Yeah, it was uh, it was cool, man. Like, um, everybody over there really like. I feel like they treated me way cooler than I actually am. Uh, I think that it was. <laughs> they, like, thought, they, took, they thought you're like a real player. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, not even just that. Like they were just like, uh, like everybody was just so appreciative of us being over there because that like people don't go over there. Yeah, like people yeah. don't go see them. Like the president hasn't been over there. Mm-hmm. The, uh, uh, that is a fact, and mm-hmm. this is what I was told while I was there. How interesting! So, so uh, yeah. I, I uh, was really grateful for the opportunity to do it. And when I got over there, everybody was so cool, man, and everybody wanted to talk about Alex Smith and Kirk yeah. Cousins, obviously. Yeah. But it was still cool nonetheless, and it was a great time. I met a lot of good people over there. Um, I made some friends along the way and it was, it was a good experience that I, I was grateful for. The real cool thing was that the base that I went to, I knew that my uncle had been there before. Wow. Oh, that's cool. Wow. Because, because he has pictures at the swords and he has pictures, uh, on Saddam's, uh, throne. Dude, that's so, amazing. And that was, and that was all right there. So I was like, yo, that's crazy. And it was cool to be like, be somewhere where I knew my uncle was years ago serving and like go to the same gym he went to. Well, it's not it's bigger now, but it's the same gym. Go to the same basketball court. All those type of things. Dude, that's really cool, that, man. Yeah. That's really cool. Any wrestling fans out there? Get to talk yeah, wrestling Yeah, there, there, were, there were some marks out there. That's dope. Um, because, uh, like, actually, WWE has a really good setup right now with uh, with the Armed Forces Network. So they give everything. Everything that's on the Armed Forces Network is free. It's just networks giving it to the Army, as they should. Well, yeah. Right. Um. But because of that, they pick their own schedule. So it goes Raw, SmackDown, NXT. One of them plays twice a day, every day. Really? Yes. Holy crap. That's cool. <laughs> once, once during the day and once at night. Now, um, like Raw will come on on Tuesday and then Wednesday. And yeah, then, sure. You know what I'm saying? And then uh, NXT will come on Thursday. And then that Friday, Raw, SmackDown, and like that, just like that. It. Yeah, right. <laughs> that would be really effed up because I, I, well, I don't know how much everybody over there knows what's happened already. Yeah. But dude, that's that's cool. Um, I mean, that's 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 it's the way it should be. I mean, that's awesome. Yeah. So I was I was like watching NXT last week's NXT. 
uh, in like, it's like a bar, but they don't have alcohol in Kuwait. They don't let you. So um, that's like their law in the country. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so like there, there's like a bar with like a pool tables and uh, like shuffleboards and board games. And nice. it, was, it was and video games in there. And uh, on one of the TVs was NXT, and I was just sitting there with another dude. We were watching. It was a good time. That's cool, man. That's awesome. Well, dude, good on you for doing it. Um, Really, really proud of you for for making that trip. And I know it's got to be awesome for you. So, um, Yeah, it was cool. Very cool. All right, so what we're going to do, it's going to be a little bit different this week because AJ wasn't here last week to chime in on a lot of these these topics related to the fallout from Royal Rumble. Uh, We had our buddy Simon Havdemarium in filling in for him. So, we're going to let AJ – by the way, I don't know if you heard any of James Ellsworth from last week, but, oh, my God, he was incredible. Um, I'm sorry that that schedule worked out for him, that he needed to do it last week while you were gone. But No, I mean, dude, I, I knew I wasn't going to be able to do the show last week just strictly because of the exact timing in which yeah, they right. scheduled all my flights. Yeah, right. Of course, it worked out that way. And trust me, we'll have James Ellsworth on again in the future. He's here yes. now. This is what yes. he's doing. This is, this is who he is. Um, so – we're going to let you chime in on some of the stuff that we were talking about last week, and then we're going to get into more of a conversation about things that happened this week, which this was not a particularly big week for uh, you know, uh, significant things that came out, but we'll talk about some of it. Um, you have not had a chance yet to chime in just on Royal Rumble weekend. so You I'm, were at the Rumble? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, AJ was there. I want yeah. to sort of give you the floor for the Rumble, but if you missed it, I don't know if you've even had a chance to listen to the show. I will tell you— we both really enjoyed like we were both all in on the entirety of last weekend. Like we both I'm glad. have, have very little like small nitpicky things, but that you would bitch about. But overwhelmingly, I thought it was a joyful weekend for professional wrestling fans. Yeah. I could not believe. So I loved NXT to start. I wasn't there for NXT. I was watching um, just like you guys were on TV, but I loved the match, all the matches throughout the night, it build and build and build and build. And then you get to um, the, the Extreme Rules match. Yep. And that match is incredible. That was a great match. <laughs> it, that, match that match is incredible. Like, not even just, it's, it was a good story told within a match. Yes. As well as being a good Extreme Rules match in and of itself. Yes. Yes. Yeah, preach. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Like, like. Uh, and then you're like, wow, how are they going to top that? <laughs> and then Andrade and Johnny Gargano go out and have arguably the best match of the year. I mean, uh, well, of this year. It, I mean, for Christ, there's not a whole lot to yeah, compete against. Say, it, it's not but it's been one I of mean, the no, best. No, yeah. there, there are, no, let's not forget Velveteen Dream. Uh, and Alistair Black. Yeah, I'm saying we're comparing it to calendar 2018. There's not a lot to work with. If you want to say the last 12 months, yeah, I mean, I don't know that I would argue with that. I don't I, look again. I, I wouldn't argue. I'd say yeah. yes, 100. Yeah. percent And I don't, I don't put you know any of those matches from last year on the same. Tier this, as this now, one. this was my only, my only nitpicky thing. Hey, is, remember when? Remember when people started booing Andrade because or not caring about him, even though he's a really good wrestler, just because they had new people to cheer for. Remember that? He wasn't. He didn't matter. To be fair, he wasn't interesting right they, off the They bat. did not. The only you know, thing they were yeah, doing with this I character. I disagree because he's always put on fantastic. Oh, that part yes, is true. Yes. yes. I, the only thing they were doing with this character was giving him Thea Trinidad. What the hell is her name? Well, we're talking about even before that. Before. But I'm saying that's the most interesting thing they had done with this character. Selena Vega. Selena Vega. Thank yes. you. That's the most Selena interesting Vega. thing. Selena Vega. Thank you. It's the most interesting thing they had done with his character is just give him a manager. Um. 
I think there is far more that they could have been doing and should have been doing with this character. Now, as far as a wrestler, you're a thousand percent correct. He's excellent. He is an excellent wrestler. There is no debate about that. But it was the character that I think people were having yeah, issues and with. My big thing is you're an adult, dude. Like you're watching for the matches, bro. Wait, your favorite, like, wait, 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 wait. Your favorite wrestler is The Rock. Yeah. He is I, not and, and why is your favorite character The Rock? He could also put on fantastic matches. Nobody's debating that he could put on fantastic matches. But, but no one likes The Rock here's for my, his wrestling. No, I didn't watch The Rock for his wrestling. But I didn't say that people that can wrestle can't wrestle because I don't like their character. I, I hear you. I understand what you're saying. Did anyone say I'm, you couldn't wrestle? I know. Nobody's ever suggested no, that. No, no, no. I'm just saying I don't pick, come up with arbitrary reasons not to like wrestlers. Okay. People didn't like Andrade because of his character. Why? He was a great wrestler. Well, I understand. I understand what you're saying, and I think it was th- th- it was probably unfair. Uh, that being said, I would have liked them to do more with Andrade's character. All that being said, here's where we are. It's he had, clicked. Right. He, Everything it's, it's is working. Clicked. My only issue is that based on the match that you told, the underdog should have actually overcome. Nope. That, with the story that you told in the match was the underdog nope. overcoming, and then you didn't have the underdog overcome. That's no. not the right story. That's not No, because it was... It was clear that they're building to him and Champa. I understand, that, which, as I've feud, said a million times, should be for the title. Need, the feud, but the feud doesn't need the title. I, by the way, it, I just, I'm just it, warning you. I'm just warning. I want to warn you about something. You're lining yourself up. You're lining yourself up with Aaron right now. Yep. I'm just warning you. I'm just it warning you what you're end doing. Up being the main event, without the it, title being on the line. Yes, right. Of the and, next and that's all good. It should be for the title. It should be the biggest fucking thing in the world. My point is because it could be the main event without it. Why not give a guy like Andrade Cien who just the same fucking bit. earned it? You're doing the same bit that Aaron did. I'm just warning you. You're doing. You're literally taking the <laughs> words fine. out of Aaron's I'm allowed mouth. to. Be, when Aaron's right, I will agree with him. <laughs> All right. Here's here's the other thing, as as opposed to like Jericho Owens from last year, which was a botch because their relationship for the most part had always been about the the universal title. Understood. This has never been about the title. I, I, I understand all of those things. I've understood all of it. This is about what should be the biggest fucking thing in the world, and it's also about the idea that most of us are in agreement with, which is that we think Johnny Gargano and probably also Tommaso Ciampa are part of the plan for 205 Live. And the difference between adding Johnny Gargano or adding former NXT champion Johnny Gargano to the 205 Live roster in credibility for people that don't watch I think is significant. I think it's a mistake if that's the route that you're going when you had a Unless huge they opportunity. Them both in the tournament, and that ends up being the main event of the tournament. I, I, all good. I'm not saying that's not good, but the difference in saying this is the former NXT I, I champion but I'm, I'm that just you're saying, introducing if want, if, to if a new bringing, audience. If they're bringing him up instantly, which I don't know if they're doing or not. Right, nobody does. But if they are, you can't put the title on him. Well, no, we've, we've been through this a hundred times. You absolutely can. For a week, you're, you're going to have him drop it like now? I'm talking about he comes up within the next month on 205 uh-huh. Live. He doesn't make it to the next you can have both of You can have him compete on 205 Live as the right. NXT champion. Or, That's or not a here's, problem. Here's one for you. Who's to say that they both won't be in the 205 Live tournament? That's what we were just what saying. Just yeah, that's what Aaron just no, said. No, but what I'm saying is, why couldn't that be for the title at WrestleMania? You're saying that you have them wrestle for the, for the, for the Cruiserweight Championship at WrestleMania. Correct. Right, and that's fine. I have nothing wrong with that. I'm saying you had an opportunity to have the former NXT champion come to 205 Live and give 205 Live an instant boost of credibility in the process. That's, that's my point. That's why I was bummed. By the fact that they didn't do it that way. That, that, or what are you, uh, Aaron, Aaron. Uh, food is here. Oh, okay. Well, AJ and I can keep talking. We're good. We're, yeah. we're, we're capable adults. 
um, that you had the opportunity of giving 205 Live that boost at a time where we've been trying to figure out what they can do. I get it. It's the same guy or the same guys showing up either way. But for a group of people that don't watch these shows, the idea of saying we think so highly of this show that we're putting the NXT champion on this show, I think, says a great deal. Uh, I mean, that would have. But he's still gonna. it's still going to be big the way that he's there whether he won the title or not. To some extent, I mean, you're right. I think I'm talking about specifically people that don't that don't know that aren't as yeah, geeky. But what's going to happen is the same thing that always happens. People that do know are going to overreact when he comes out, and then everybody's going to play along. There's something to be said for that. I don't know if that's what always happens, but yes, there's. Something I mean, to be it said happens a lot more often. It happens a lot more than. <laughs> okay. Than you, not mean, everybody that saw the revival debut knew who the revival was. Correct, and by the way, they've effed that up at every turn since then. That's true. So, and I get obviously getting uh, having Dash get hurt clearly was a yeah. a huge part of the problem when it came to that. Um, look, I'm not. I, I it's it the my disappointment in that did not reflect whether I however I felt about the match. The match was amazing. It was unbelievable. It was everything that you could possibly want it to be. It was basically what we're used to from NXT at this point, which is just yeah. goddamn gold every yeah. effing time. Uh, I mean, you're more right than you're wrong. I, the only thing, and, and Aaron and I didn't have a chance to talk about this. I had somebody bring this up to me after listening to the show last week. Is there any argument that what WWE should be learning is less matches on pay-per-view? That what they should be learning from what they've done with NXT is that when you shorten the number of matches and give them more time what you end up giving is getting as far as a product is concerned is of overall higher quality i mean yes but at the same time there's a lot of people on these on this main roster right now that deserve time on pay-per-views right so so if you're telling me that you know bobby Roode and rusev don't get 10 minutes so that um, Roman and Brock can get an extra ten minutes. I don't. I don't agree with that. Um, I, yeah. I mean, I hear you. I mean, that's it's got to come from somewhere. I totally get yeah. that. Now, that being said, WWE pay per views typically are longer than NXT pay per views are, but it still has to come from somewhere. I do feel like if you looked at every WWE pay per view, typically, and there'd be exceptions, there'd be something in there that you'd said. By the way, thinking about it, we probably could have lived without that. Um, like we probably would have been all right if we didn't have that, but I get the concept. I understand what you're saying. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just, there, there, I, I somehow want to recreate this and I get the answer sort of sort of is that you can't. And ultimately we should just be thrilled with what we have, which is an additional night of wrestling six times a year. That's fucking amazing and makes us very, very, very happy as it did the night before. Yes, so, it did. Yeah. That's where we're at. So now um, we, we go from... Now I- yeah, go ahead. Now we've got to talk about actually being at the Rumble, which yes. was insane, by the way. Yes. So Was this your first I, Rumble that you've attended? No, it was my second Rumble. Okay. Last, the last time we went to the Rumble, fucking Aaron got scammed on our fucking tickets and bought them off Craigslist rather than just getting tickets for 20 bucks more somewhere else. No. No. And so we had to buy the tickets that were at the... We were, I had to buy the tickets that were at I've the never heard this story before. Oh, is, yeah, he talking about, is he doing the Rumble story? Yes. At the, at the fucking, and uh, we had to buy tickets at the box office. So we were in the fucking nosebleeds. Oh, what a but name, it was yeah. still cool. The only problem was people pretended that the pay-per-view sucked because Roman won. So I hated everybody. Yeah, there was there. that. There was that. Um, but this time we went 
and uh, we had great seats. It was me and Earl and his friend. And um, you, dude, I know that this is a bit when I do it with Brent, but literally nobody knows oh, who yeah. you're talking about when you say Earl. Well, yeah. Earl it could be Mitchell, anybody. Earl Mitchell, yes, tackle for the San Francisco 49ers. Um, you guys were teammates in Miami, right? Yes, we were teammates in Miami. Um, we went to WrestleMania in Dallas together. Um, when we were fourth row, it was awesome. Uh, I believe you guys dated briefly for a bit, right? Yes, like uh, it. yes. It's there's not there's anything wrong with that. But no, no, of course never not. Did. Yeah. Uh, uh, and uh, we were there. First of all, Tori Wilson's a liar. Oh my God! Right? No freaking doubt. No, <laughs> oh, we didn't even address I, that. We didn't even address the fact that Tori Wilson lied to us on the show last week. Oh yeah. Yeah. What a jerk. Yeah. The craziest part is because how awesome my life is currently. I texted Tori Wilson. <laughs> And I said, hey, Tori Wilson, it was crazy that you lied, but I appreciate you coming <laughs> on the show. Did you hear back? Of course. It, what'd you say? And uh, she said, yeah, it was a big secret. I wasn't supposed to tell anybody. So she, had- so she knew all the way back when she talked to us. Yes, she did. She had already known at that point that she was going to Raw 25 and the Royal Rumble. That's cool. That's cool. So, um, uh, but she said she played the part. And it was. she said we were her like first, um, like, interview where she was asked about it or people talked about it so that was what that helped her gain traction on the way there too nice so she was very appreciative she would definitely love to come on the show again wonderful Uh, i'm I'm sure it's gonna be really difficult for us what's she doing in five minutes (laughs) (laughs) um is she gonna um, be in new orleans can we make this a live show jesus christ Yeah, so... Could you so, imagine uh, if we brought Tori Wilson into the effing condo that we're staying in? To tape? Could you imagine? Um, what was I going to say? Oh, so... Um, yeah, so the... Uh, first of all, Rey Mysterio's return was awesome. Yeah. Yes. It was great. awesome. Yep. Um, he looks great. Yes. He looks great. Yeah, the bummer is that he didn't go right from there to 205 Live. It would have been really wonderful if they had gone right from Rey Mysterio. I, I think Rey Mysterio's going to be in the, be in the Cruiserweight tournament. I I hope you're right about that. I think that would be. I think just the only the question is: over... Does he want to do like a little bit more with Lucha Underground, and then come back to WWE? That's the only I, question. To me, to me, the way they sold it, they sold it too much on uh, Raw. How they were like, "Yeah, you're really going to want to watch 205 Live because there's going to be some crazy returns." Everybody's expecting Rey Mysterio to come, so that yeah. would be the perfect place for him to go. At this at this point, if you don't give Rey Mysterio, yeah, you know. I mean, he looked he looked too good for me not to want to see it. Of course. Oh my god, yes. he looks incredible. He looked incredible. Um, I hope he joins the Lucha House Party. I think that would be sick. Yep. Uh, and I'm look I'm really looking forward to it because uh, uh, when hopefully he can be at WrestleMania and that would be even sicker. But off of the cruiserweights, um, when. Uh, the hurricane came out. I was marking for you, Aaron. <laughs> I, I'm glad. I'm glad it, it came all the way across. Just to let you know, you are my. The, that's how you know when that hurricane's music hit. The very first thought I had was, Aaron is marking out right now. I absolutely did <laughs> until John Cena ruined everything because John <laughs> Cena is the worst. <laughs> oh man, it was amazing. Um, but it was crazy, man, to be there and uh, the matches. The matches were dope too. Um. The the women's Royal Rumble when uh, Lita came out and didn't fight with Trish, I was kind of pissed off about that. Yeah, a lot of people have brought that up that for everything they did in the women's Royal Rumble, they somehow avoided an encounter between Trish and Lita. And and I, the reason why I think they and my thing is I think they did that because I think they're going to save that for when both of them are like, I'll never do this again. 
Okay, maybe that's true. I also... because Lita and well, Lita almost killed herself, but she ended up making, being fine. Right. Right. Um. Uh, Trish and Lita both look good. You're oh, telling me they, they couldn't be they in the Royal Rumble, good. Women's Royal Rumble, every year? Well, everybody looked good except for Michelle McCool. Who got... well, Michelle, well, Michelle McCool got more elimination. I know, yeah, but McCool she did not over. look good. She, eh, I, I, feel really like, I feel like you forgot who her husband was. I understand. I get it. She just didn't look good. That was my point. Like I she... saw something funny on Twitter. Somebody was like, uh, it might have even been Aaron retweeted it. Or somebody was like... Uh, um, her asking Undertaker for advice. Yeah, advice, and it was ba- bury everyone. Right? Bury everyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, put yourself over. No doubt. I mean, that's exactly the way it was. Look, I, I I'm not, I'm not trying to take shots at Michelle McCool. I just, it, it was awkward the way that they booked it, and it was more awkward that Stephanie McMahon kept saying how she looked flawless, and I was like, are we looking at the same person? She looks famished. She looks like, she, and I'm not. This is not a personal shot. This is a. There's a difference between looking Be like a professional careful. wrestler. <laughs> And what you need to do in order to be able to look like a professional wrestler week in and week out, and then looking, you know, like Michelle McCool looked. I'm not trying to take a shot. I'm not. Uh, you know what? Somebody's gonna be mad at me. I have to deal with it. That's what it is. Um, yeah, it, dude. I mean, like, yes. it, it was joyful. It, everything, everything was great. It was wonderfully done. I was, I was so. I've never been more mad live in an event than when the fucking Bella Twins caught Sasha's legs. Were you really like really angry was, about it? Yes, because I you thought knew. it was going to be Sasha's moment. I thought I thought that they I thought that's how they were going to get Oscar out. That yeah. three of them were going to team up. Yeah, and I was like, all right, that's really the only way you can get rid of Oscar is you got to do it just like that, and then have Sasha overcome the odds against the Bellas. When she, they caught her legs, I was like, you stupid idiots! That means you're going to lose too. <laughs> <laughs> all right, um, anything that we might not have caught that you caught while you were there? Um, no. Well, there was. There was definitely asshole fans there. Well, we we professional wrestling. (laughs) Yeah, Um, there were guys making chants about themselves. I mean, again, it's professional wrestling. Especially there was there was a beach ball that lasted for five seconds. That uh, yeah, Yeah. okay. Um, and uh, I had to school people around me about Roman. (laughs) (laughs) Given, given. All right, but everyone everyone at the end of the night admitted that they just. They didn't like him because of how he was being pushed. And I said, that's okay, but don't tell me he can't wrestle. Um, I mean, I, 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 I'm not, I don't want to do this. I don't want to <laughs> yeah, do this. I don't want to do this. All right. So we're caught up on last week. Yes. Now we get into this week. Uh, anything else that you want to share uh, your thoughts on last week? Um, I just need to know what match you picked because I am keeping tra- tabs of this. Well, I picked um, Cena, and and Aaron picked Sasha Asuka. Simon picked and, Cena. And so, Simon, and, so yeah. it depends who you who you want to go with. Do you want to go with the ruling last week, or do you want to include your uh, tally? Well, into this? I think we can say it's a tie. I'm fine with calling it a tie. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, then I will say that it was uh, – I think it was Asuka-Sasha, honestly. That's, right, that's but that means that we're 2-2. Yeah, I know. That's what right. I'm saying. So we're, so call, we're calling it, we'll call it a tie. That's fine. I'm good with it. It doesn't involve Roman Reigns. I know that much. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. So now do the bit. That makes Roman 3 1 and 1. Now do the bit. Wait, 3 1 3-1 and 1. 3 1 This wasn't the first week that Roman didn't get it. No, but he tied. I mean, it was a tie, so nobody won. No, he, but he didn't win. I mean. <laughs> I mean, everybody else gets Yeah, Roman the would one. have to be in the tie for it to go as oh, a tie. I got what you're saying. So yeah. It's three and two. Yeah, three, three and, and two. two. Yeah. But he definitely won this week, so that doesn't really matter. <laughs> <laughs> you're supposed to do the bit. You're supposed to ask the question. So, 
<laughs> I have to ask you guys now. Yeah, right. We'll get there. Uh, who do you think that won? Who do you think had the best match on Raw this week? Is that what you're asking? Yes. I don't know. N- Nia Jax against the 17-year-old I thought was really, what really good. Doing? What the hell are they doing? <laughs> then we'll get to that in a second. Um, look. <laughs> we can, we can do uh, I would like to point out that Roman had the best two matches of the night. You could argue that. Well, you, you that's could certainly, I, I don't you know could if certainly... I necessarily go that, but he had number one. Yeah, yes. you could certainly argue that. Look, obviously. I mean, we The tag know. title match was the best match of the night. Obviously. Yes. Um, yes. Agreed uh, wholeheartedly. Um, it's weird. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what to make of it. I don't know what they're trying to do there. It's... The frustrating thing is I think, like, they've gotten the Rollins-Jordan thing where it's actually very compelling. And now, and now it, it looks may like, not happen. Right. Jason Jordan's injury appears to be at least somewhat legit. It's, um, it's legit. The question is, will it keep him out of Mania? That's the question, right. And in the meantime... What is his injury? He had to... It was a neck injury. So, like, like father-like son in this situation. Amazing. Um... So- and he had he underwent surgery this week. It was apparently a minor procedure, but with neck surgery, like what is a minor procedure? Should he be rushing back for mania? His dad would rush back for mania, but we don't want to go by based on what his dad does because his dad has royally screwed up his neck. So there's a question on whether he'll be there or not. I mean, unfortunately, that is the case. Yep, yep, that's the reality. And so, where do you go from there? Uh, I don't think anybody believed that that I, I think more of us are coming back around to it's either Roman Brock or it's Roman Braun Brock. Like it's one of those two things for the title. So I think that we had gotten away from that. And I think we had assumed that Seth was going to be involved with something with Jason Jordan. So do you have a backup plan there? Does it become Seth versus Kurt? Is is that ultimately where this leads to? There's still the Triple H factor that we've kind of had disappear from the equation for a little while, but you know damn well he's going to be involved somehow, oh, some way. Is going to be involved with a Rousey match? Is going to be, you know, we, right. don't, know, we don't know where he's going to go. We thought that maybe Kurt was going to be the backup for The Rock in the Rousey match, right? Like, if right. you can't get The Rock, then you have Kurt Angle slide in, and he becomes Ronda Rousey's partner for that match. There's also still people to tell you they think that Ronda Rousey's just... Facing Charlotte. Correct, for the championship. Yes. That's the end of it. That, and that's... Apparently, apparently this week we magically find out that Asuka has challenged the Raw champion, according to Kurt. Then again, that whole promo was... Nobody ever mentioned that. They, he just worked he under... It. He yeah. said... <laughs> all he said on Monday night was, well, Asuka's going to be... The, I'm like, what, what, doesn't she get to announce that? I thought we but were that whole That whole segment was kind yes. of a disaster, so I'm not necessarily taking anything he says at face value well, he, there. What did he forget? Like, what was it? Now nah, I'm forgetting. But there was somebody... He forgot someone entirely. Like, somebody's name yeah. in the middle of the promo. He, like, he Sonya, started laughing. Sonia. Maybe. Well, he said, I, I don't know, but he started laughing because he realized he had forgotten whatever it was that he was supposed to say. Right. Um, just, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to make of the whole thing. I have no idea. And it's all, look, I, as I said before, I like this. I like the fact that we have this much unknown. I don't want everything to be completely lined up. As long up. as they know it. And that's the difference. And I don't know that they know. I don't know that. I want them to have a picture of where it is they're going. Obviously, Jason Jordan getting hurt would potentially change things if it means that he's not going to be a part of WrestleMania. We'll see from there. Um, what else jumped out at you from Raw particularly? Uh, well, I just wanted, before we move on, I just wanted to say that makes Roman 4-2 and two versus the entire Raw right, roster. So thank okay. you. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate that. Appreciate two that. for 2018. Yes. Um, but uh, what's crazy is how good does it look to have a bar, strong bar champion right now with the hopes that there's going to be a, there's got to be another tag team, a big tag team coming over to Raw, 
And I think it's going to be the authors of pain. Ooh. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a, I think it's pretty logical yeah, based I, on everything we've seen. I mean, the only problem is right now is the two top tag te- at, at the moment. Obviously, yeah. something can happen. Are the bar and the revival, and you'd have to do something to make a program really work with those two. No, but that's the thing is the the revival isn't the revival right now is the mid card tag heel tag team. But they shouldn't be. <laughs> they, I mean, they. Sh- but I. They, but I think that they should be because I think that Cesaro and Sheamus have been. While even while they were out and in, while the revival was injured, the Bar and Sheamus had been putting on no, I, some of the best matches. I, I'm not. I'm not saying that. that I'm not saying the and, revival should be ahead of the Bar and Shame, or the Bar right now. I'm saying the revival should not be, you know, mired in the mid card. The Bar. Or the, well, the, the thing is, they're both heels. I understand, and, that. and that's kind of what I'm right. bringing up I right now. I understand that you have to either. I guess you could clearly make the club like clear faces and push them. I mean, they're the basically title. they already have already right. done that. But you haven't, you know, you've been working as the the three way unit as opposed to the we're going after the tag titles part. If you position them, then there's your, you know, there's your face in that group. Which, by the way, if that's a like a mania match, a triple threat with those three teams, nobody is complaining. No. Yeah, I I I think that you are correct. I mean, that's a great thing. That's a wonderful thing. I'm all for that entirely. Of course, we're doing a lot of triple threats. We're doing a lot of gotta get everybody. Yeah. That's the way it works. No, I don't I don't I don't think we are though, because there's no way Nia Jax beats Oscar Streak before WrestleMania. I I just I, like again. There's I, no way that that happens. I agree <laughs> with you, but unless uh, the only possible way is if Oscar loses by but dis- by or or some sort of disqualification. Like you, yeah. Right. Correct. Um, Alexa runs in and puts my thinking Nia will be on her side in the title match, something like that. I, look, I'm all for any of these things. You've got to stop fucking up how you book Nia Jax. But I'm, I've been through that enough times. I don't need to continue. Just have down her that keep path. killing underage people. <laughs> what is that? Why are we going back to that? It's We've very... done that. We know what that looks like. That doesn't help anything. I, I just, I'm so lost, man. I'm so lost, and I guess I'm more, more lost because. What was the point of her doing her weird holdout if this is what was going to come to? was? By the way, it's going to be exactly the same thing as you were doing before. We just want you to come back doing exactly the same thing. It's not really the same thing. I mean, a one-on-one match with Asuka at a pay-per-view is a big deal for everyone. That part is the first thing. But again, if we're assuming that she's just going to lose, and again... Yeah, but not not every moment is your moment. This is Asuka's moment at WrestleMania. When does Nia Jax get a moment? I don't know. Maybe she never does. But does <laughs> That's she deserve a mistake. It? But my point being, does she deserve it more than Asuka? I don't know that I would argue she deserves it more than Asuka. She should have had it by now. Yes. At the that's, po- uh, that's a fair point. But at the, like in the past, when she would get overdone by Bailey or overdone by even Alexa Bliss, before Alexa Bliss took off on Raw. Um, well, the Bailey one was the biggest problem because you effed up both people in that process. I mean, that yeah. was the, the biggest booking issue that you had was that you had Bailey winning and Nia Jax not. And neither one of those things should have been occurring. Um, so that's the biggest mistake that you made. And I don't disagree with that. But that's why I was disappointed they didn't go the Nia route in the Rumble is because you didn't have to have her go over Asuka. You could have had some weird thing that allowed Asuka to be eliminated. It has nothing to do with the streak. It doesn't, you don't even mention it when you talk about the streak. And you, she's still Asuka at the end of the day. And you could have salvaged Nia Jax in the process. Instead, we're still in this weird effing pattern with Nia Jax that makes no goddamn sense. It is completely illogical how they've handled Nia Jax. It's insane what they've done with Nia Jax. I just don't... Like, the, how do you not look at that and say, oh... We should do something with that. 
I just I'm so befuddled by it. Yeah. I'm, I'm good with again, good with her being in a one on match with with Oscar. That's all well and good. Early Offshore. early favorites for the uh, Raw Women's Title match in Elimination Chamber. Um, Alexa. I mean, I I don't. I keep. Kinda... I, I thought it was going. I I thought Nia would be in, and I was like, okay, there's Nia's. Moment. I think Nia Oscar would have been perfect. I think that would have been perfect yeah, if I... you're doing Charlotte Ronda. If that's the way it's going, then I think Nia Oscar would have been a perfect championship match at WrestleMania. Um, it would have gotten Nia a moment, and then it would have gotten Oscar the opportunity to beat Nia at WrestleMania, right. right? Like, on board with both of those things. Both of those things Even work. if you wanted to throw it in as a triple threat and say, Alexa, you know, she hadn't gotten her title rematch yet. Well, throw they, her could, in. they could still do it. I'm, I'm, they could still do they a triple could. threat. They, they could st- still go that route. Um, but, yeah, I, it's hard to see anyone but Alexa winning it. Yeah, Especially just, since it looks like they're heading Sasha. towards... Well, it looks like they're heading towards something with Sasha and, and Bailey. Bailey, right. Correct. Like I'm not. I'm not saying it doesn't look like Sasha couldn't become a heel. Like I think yeah. Sasha absolutely. Could I, become I think. A heel. I think we're going to see what Glenn wanted. Right. You know, great storylines, not including the title. But God bless. Yes. All for it. Although Mania is a weird time to do it because you're already struggling to get all these things on the card. It's weird that you're doing it all Mania weekend. But whenever you're doing it, I'm for it. I am for other matches. It, it'll probably, you know what it'll probably be just to get everyone on the card. Team Team Sasha oh, versus Team Bailey. Don't. You know that's weird because they got to get everybody on the card. <sighs> just when I was excited again, <laughs> just when I was feeling good, you know what I mean. Then we go back to that route. Uh, anything else we need to cover from Raw? Because we're going to talk about SmackDown in segment. Love Elias get, uh, going over at the end. I, I, logical, both the fact that he should be sixth, and by the way, he should have his guitar in the pot and be playing throughout. That's ah, a wonderful idea. Yes. Um, and the fact that he pinned John Cena. I love it. Love it. Love it. Elias is going to be a superstar. Yep. Correct. Elias is going to be. I don't think you. I didn't think I got to tell you this, AJ. They gave Elias. I went to that house show in Baltimore where, by the way, it was a mob scene. I could not believe how many people were there for that house show. It was insane. It was more people than are there for TV shows. It's nuts. Um, They gave him a lot of time. They gave him, I mean, like a boatload. They gave him 20 minutes to do the Elias show and. At a house show where you always have the faces when they had him go over Finn Balor. Wow. Yeah. He's a star. He is a absolute star. And you know what's crazy is his guitar solo on Raw was fucking sick. He's, he's, Dude, yeah. there's so much there. There's so he's, much He's gone so there. much. When, when he first started and it was clear that he was still learning to play guitar. Right. And he wasn't terrible. But it was bad enough that you were like, all right, bro, you shouldn't do this. For and I also long. don't know how much of that is they were purposely Purpose. telling him to be worse. You know what I mean? Like, that, that was part uh, no, of the character. Bro. It, it, he, you can't fake not being in rhythm. Okay, that's fine. Well, uh, uh, I don't know. I, uh, yeah, you're probably right about it. There's probably a lot like, of people that think they're faking just, it that just don't have don't it. Don't have it, yeah. 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 Um, so, like, he, but he found it. And that's just time and practice with anything. Um but he is he the entire WWE universe is in on a guy that shits on them as much as he no one shits on a crowd more than Elias. No question. Ever. Maybe maybe the Miz, but not recently. Yeah, not even. Like yeah. Miz doesn't even Miz is the best because he doesn't really resort to running down the town. He'll do it here and there, but yeah, that's not his gimmick. Right. Elias' yeah. gimmick is, you're all right, right you're going to cheer, you're gonna cheer me, and then I'm going to turn this real quick. 
Yeah. And then you're going to cheer me again. And then I'm going to turn on to you again. And then you're going to cheer me again because I'm that fucking good. Yep. I mean, I'm with you. I'm with yep. you. He's a fucking star. He's a fucking star, man. There's no doubt about that. All right. Um, here's what we're going to do. We're going to grab a break. When we come back in, we're going to talk about SmackDown. And then we're going to dovetail from that into our own top tens. Yep. So you saw on SmackDown this week they unveiled their first top ten. I don't get it. We'll talk about that. But we're going to do our own top tens, and we're going to broaden it a little bit. So that's coming up next. I'm Glenn. He's Aaron, and he's... The main event. AJ Francis, this is Jobbing Out. They say you're only as strong as the company you keep. The U.S. Army keeps you in strong company. If you want to stand out, the Army can give you the training you need. To take advantage of the strong options waiting for you, visit GoArmy.com. You may qualify for up to a $40,000 signing bonus. Start your future today at www.GoArmy.com impact. They're strong, then there's Army Strong, paid for by the United States Army. Back in here for segment number two, jobbing out, Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster from the Baltimore Sun, Rolling Stone, and of course, the main event, AJ Francis of the Washington Redskins. Oh, you know what, guys? I got great news. I got great news. Oh, my God. This is wonderful. I have great news for my friends. Oh, oh man. Oh, I, I believe you might have you might have teased this before. I totally forgot that I have tremendous news oh, yes. for my buddies here on Jobbing Out. Oh my god, I'm such a jerk. I got for you guys. I'm really excited about it. God. Reese's dipped pretzels. What? So look at that. Made with Snyder's or Snyder's of Hanover pretzels. Right there. I got them for us. So here we go. I'll open up the bag and yeah, I'll go ahead and grab one. Uh, Aaron, why don't you go ahead and get in there? I'm going to actually grab two because I'm pretty sure I'm going to want more than one. Why don't you go ahead? And then, if you don't I'll, mind, I'll, I'll pass it over why don't you again. pass that bag over to, to AJ after that? Why don't you go uh, ahead and that's, pass that? So we're, do, we're doing the thing where AJ doesn't get any. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, man. I'm holding it out AJ, here. why aren't you taking them? That's so weird. Hold it up. That's so uh, weird. Dude, I am legit excited about these. I am legit excited well, why about Why wouldn't you be? Reese's dip pretzels. Let's see All how right, they try. Oh. Well, they're perfect. Yep. They're perfect. not bad. It's not bad. Fucking perfect. It tastes exactly like you want them to taste. That's wonderful. Oh, yeah. How did you enjoy yours, Roger? Blow me. Hey, have that you, much. Have you tried the um, the uh, Doritos Cool Ranch peanuts yet? No, I haven't. That's a thing? Yeah, I would go ahead and get over to the store immediately. How about they're the greatest <laughs> snack food I've ever tasted in my entire life? In fact, wow. I would just bail on this show because God knows we're not doing anything. And I would just go do that instead. But these are these are very good. These are exactly what you think they would yep. be. There's no uh, punches pulled on these things. They just taste like a Reese's coated pretzel, which is a big win. I'm going to go ahead and have another. Um, why don't we talk about SmackDown? SmackDown was um, it was a thing. It happened. Um, it was interesting. It, well, I say it was interesting. It was interesting. I was I was it, actually surprised how big of a pop Bobby Roode got when he won. I was a little nervous about that. Like, yeah, I, 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 I really thought that was a perfect the entire time. Like I said last week, I thought it was a perfect spot for a double turn. But I thought it was the best thing they could yeah. done. Um, it, a double turn would have been great there, but I think that they're probably going to use Randy Orton to turn Bobby Roode. And is then, that what they're going to do? Or are they going to use Bobby? Or are they going to use everybody to turn Randy Orton? I mean, they could do that too, but. Did you? I mean, they they basically just did that, and everyone and the place went bananas. I I, I don't know how they do this. It's it, <laughs> the I mean, place it, went 
it, it feels like they're setting up the the muddled multi-man ladder match around the U.S. title, which isn't the worst thing in the world. There's plenty of guys you can put in there who yeah. uh, that makes sense. That's what it, better than putting them all on the Andre the Giant Battle Royale. Yeah. So that that's to me what it feels like right now. I have no problem with it as long as it doesn't involve Randy Orton going over, which it probably will involve Randy Orton going over. But you know what? Probably the case. Yes. Yeah. Um, a couple of I thoughts think, here. I think that's how Rusev goes over. I think I it, would love that. Well, they have to figure out how to do it. They have to figure. They have to be prepared now for the moment and what that is that they're going to do in order to have Rusev go over. It was. Boy, how much did that smack them in the face? And they're doing the bit at the beginning of the show about here, you know, we listen to you, we listen and, to when, you and they chanted Rusev Day. I mean, deafening chant of Rusev Day, which was, "Hey, no, you don't. You're an asshole and a liar." And then uh, to Shane's credit, Shane did acknowledge it and say, "That's noted, noted duly you know, noted." Like, yes, I thought that was that was a good line. But they have part. to they have to have a plan for that because it is insane. Rusev Day. Insane how Oh, but you know what's crazy is I actually wrote this down because I wanted to be able to talk about this with you guys. Um, Did you guys understand that Rusev Day, like Happy Rusev Day, like as a gimmick, is actually, like if you really break down the gimmick, is ingenious? Uh, Okay, how so? Okay, so literally he, he says every day is Rusev Day, right? Correct. He loves more than anything to put people in the accolade and try to break their back in half. So when that's the thing that he wants to do more than anything in the world, and he gets to do it every day. Every and day. Right, and yeah. right before he does it, he says, it's Rusev Day. Yeah. Okay. You're yeah. right. There's something that works there. You're absolutely right. Every day is every Rusev day. Every day is Rusev Day because he gets to put the accolade on yep. someone every single day. No, it works. Yes. It works 100%. That absolutely works. There's no doubt about it. Um, yeah, they have to be prepared for a major moment for Rusev. And I'm fine if that's him winning the U.S. title at WrestleMania. Climbing a tap, the ladder and, and being up on top there. But yeah. if he stays on SmackDown, they should be thinking about him in the championship picture moving towards SummerSlam. I mean, he's white hot. It's, yeah. it's bonkers how hot he is. And there's so much more that you can do with if you keep him aligned with Aiden English in particular. If you keep him aligned there. And if anybody has watched Total Divas, he's my God, he's wonderful. I mean, they even put him on the Mixed Match Challenge to uh, promote next week. But they had him come out in front of the live crowd because they knew it would get a pop and get the crowd right. going. 100%. All right. Um, the championship picture Really muddled. What? Really, what? really what? muddled. <laughs> um, if you haven't heard, so we know what happened on SmackDown. And logical. Logical, except oddly, you know what I mean? Like I'm a little bit surprised they didn't have the two of them at some point during the match, Kevin and Sammy, work together to say, no, we should just have this end. Like I'm surprised they didn't try to go that route with it. To, like that they just I let it be a match. Do, I, would, I thought they would do something like at the end of all the fight, just like look at each other real quick, like and do not the finger poke of doom, but right. something double that count each- out. Something that's, that's exactly or what both I, of them turn on AJ. Right. Something like exactly that. what I thought. And instead, they really had a match, like the two of them, until AJ Styles got involved. Yes, which, like you know, I mean, that's perfectly logical. Right. Um. I, now we know it's not a triple threat. What the hell? So the let, let, let's take this step by step. For no reason, they announced, oh, by the way, Dolph Ziggler is going to be making his return, and it's going to be in the singles match against Baron Corbin. Apparently, he really does not care about the United States Championship. Really? Apparently, I mean, does not give a flying F about it. Like, that was illogical. He's back, for so and many, he's, he's literally he's, just not. He's facing another heel for no reason. 
But then Shane goes on Twitter today and says, oh, by the way, that match we announced? Yeah, the winner of that gets put into the title match at Fastlane. Which, <laughs> weird. Well, oh, here's the thing, though. If As long as Dolph wins that match, uh, it you could make it work as, like, he left the U.S. title because... He told him he didn't want to wrestle if it wasn't for the big and, belt and because I'm, he's the best wrestler in the world. I'm actually okay with that on Ziggler's side. That that works for me. Why is Shane doing this? I, I understand he, he hates Sammy and Kevin with a blinding passion, but if he wants, you know, a guy that he respects, he likes, why is it Baron Corbin and Ziggler? And what's AJ's reaction going to, like, more and more it seemed like this was going towards, okay, this is just just Shane and Daniel Bryan. And now all of a sudden you have both of them really getting involved and intertwined in the title picture. So it's getting really muddled there, and it seems like a situation where AJ's just about to snap on all of them. I don't know where that leads to. But... You know what it, um, I mean, this could also just be like, uh, try to throw you off the scent of, we already told you what we're going to give you at WrestleMania. We're going to give you Shinsuke versus AJ Styles. And Shinsuke told you again this week what you're going to get at WrestleMania. Right. Uh, so this could be their way of saying, building some animosity between AJ Styles and uh, Shane and having it be so that when AJ Styles comes out victorious, no matter how many people are in the match, he still has beef with Shane because of how the whole situation turned. And... Are we 100% sure that AJ Styles couldn't be the heel in the match versus Shinsuke Nakamura? Does it have to be face-face? No, I mean, that's... It's, that, that's pretty logical. And that, that's but not that, but that, doesn't, that doesn't work against what you just said, is that you're just going to have AJ kind of lose his mind. Now, yes. if what you're saying is he's losing his mind against three heels, well, that's hard to get him right. over it's as a heel. Especially when, no, especially no, when no, you no, make no, both no, Shane I mean, and Daniel kind of dislikable. I, I mean, right. no, my point, is, my point is he snaps on Shane and Daniel after he defeats the title at the next pay-per-view. But does that necessarily make him a heel? Uh, if he beats Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon's ass in the ring, yes, he will get booed. Daniel Bryan, yes. I don't know about Shane. I mean, Daniel Bryan screwed him more than Shane. Right, and that, that's my point, is that all of a sudden you're, you're making it where... Yeah, Daniel Bryan's screwing him, too. But, the, you know, the goofy part is, that they, like, I, you can't really even sell me that he's screwed over AJ Styles at any point. Like, you can't sell that to me. Well, he literally when you're adding... a handicap match for his WWE right, title. But, but, again, that was suggested by AJ Styles. But, also, we're all not idiots, and we know that any functioning brain, uh, any person with a brain function that watches wrestling know that that doesn't mean that the GM should say, hey, that's a great idea. No. There is no time where a handicap match for the ta- for the for a title is a good idea. That's fair. Uh, you're probably right about that. You're, but you're you're building it where AJ's coming out. AJ's clearly a face right now, and he's the one saying, "Both of you, just stay out of my business. Stop." You know, he didn't use the word word screw. I don't think this week, but he said, "You're muddling in the picture too much. You're screwing up my title reign." And if and he's whether it's intentional or not that Daniel Bryan's doing it. You're making Daniel Bryan look worse in the process. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know if it's a point where, yeah, probably if he snaps on Daniel Bryan, uh, he's going to get booed. But I don't know. No, he would. That's, I, I can't believe we'd be debating that. Of course. Of course he would. It's, it's looking, let's put it this way. It's looking more justified by the week. Um, yeah, that's true. But that doesn't mean he wouldn't get booed. Well, yes, because it's, it's Daniel Bryan. I'm, I'm just saying if this is supposed to be a very clear heel turn, I don't know if that is a necessarily pure... 100% heel turn. 
Yeah, I hear you. I I still think it's Daniel Bryan we're talking about. I I agree, and I mean, most likely we're not seeing that because Daniel Bryan's not getting his ass kicked. Um. All right, let's touch on a couple other things. Well, I guess I mean the the other the only really real thing to talk about from SmackDown is what's going to lead us into our next topic. Right. So a week ago, Daniel Bryan teased this top ten list, and I had no idea what to make of it then. And I have less of an idea what to make of it now. Yeah, I, I really thought it was going to be like a UFC ranking system type thing. Like Which I, by the way, think is a great so, idea. So I'm going to – what I'm going to do today, I, I wish I could have done it already. But today I'm going to hang out with Surratt, who is uh, Sasha Banks' husband. Yes. And um, uh, I'm going to ask him if these lists, if this list is kayfabe or not. Of course it's kayfabe. I would, ha- I would have but to think it is. It's, what, no, it's all faces. Reason, it can't be, but the reason why I think it's not kayfabe is because Ty Dillinger made the list. Okay, but why wouldn't Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn be on the list? Why wouldn't Ruth because be on because the list? people in the locker room don't like them? You think in real life in they real- don't like them? Kevin Owens is like one of the most loved people in the locker room. Like he's that is, that is I can tell you from conversations that I've had that that is not the case. Okay, well then then they're really good at he somehow he's in everyone's pictures all How about the time. Sami Zayn, yeah. My my Rusev? That, that is. Like, there's no way that all faces were the top, are the top ten most liked people in the locker room. That, that's just not uh, possible. I think that Ty Dillinger getting voted as ten is like a thing that would happen only because guys in the locker room would think that was funny. Okay, but I also wouldn't know how they would be voting. Would they be voting for one through ten? You know what I mean? Like, I'd and if I'm... everybody put him as ten, he probably wouldn't be end up as 10. yes, he would. No, because be... anytime you do something like that. First place gets ten points. Right, right. But, but if everybody gets, but if every you're assuming that everybody else is on everybody else's, else's list. list. You yeah. know what I mean? Like that. There, if he, there would but, be enough variance there that if he got all the tenth place votes, he'd probably actually be like eighth or seventh. I don't know. Or, but uh, report back to us. Just let us know once you find that out. Let us know what you find out. I, I, it's weird. I like, and it seems to serve no purpose. And that's the that's the the part that's weird to me, which is. Now, it serves no purpose yet. Right. right. And, and if what they're getting at is that this is going to start bothering people in the coming weeks, this list, like, that's not a bad idea. Or, um, or not even that. What if Daniel Bryan starts using the list to make his decision? And that, to me, is, and, is why the, the ranking system, I thought, made sense. Like, that was, to me, why, if you want to do it like the UFC does, where you say, we're going to have a ranking system. If you're the number six guy, you know fa- how far away you are from being the heavyweight champion. I kind of like that. I think that's actually really good. But they just made a shot at the title, and neither guys were on the top ten in Ziggler and Corbin. Correct. Yeah, two guys completely outside of the top ten. One of them is going to be in a main event for the championship in the next pay-per-view. So which is why I think that it has to not be kayfabe. That's my point. I, okay. I mean, we'll find out. We'll find out. We'll get an answer and all that. And it's it, but then again, what's why? the po- right. yeah, what's yeah, the point of it? That's a really who's It's even in, weirder. Yeah, I was going to say what you're you're advertising something that says who do people like in the locker room? Like, yeah, that almost is That seems like a really bad they way to purposely run. want to avoid. Yeah. No, why? Because I don't think that they want people to know who's liked and who's not liked in the in the locker room. I don't. They've by the wrestlers, right? They've attempted to keep the political aspect of it away from being but that, on but screen. That, that's my thing. That's my thing. That's not political because well, it's not management. Well, here's, here's, it's the people actually doing it. Here's the thing: if the list changes it's at like, all, it's like, if the when, change... it's like it's like how we get to vote for the Pro Bowl. Okay, but so do the players. That's what I'm right. saying. Oh, you're oh, saying you when say you say we, we. we. right? Okay, sorry, my if, bad. I mean, yeah. if it, if I keep it, forgetting AJ yeah. is a football player. If yeah. it changes next week, th- I mean, if this was supposed to be a weekly segment, it can't be non kayfabe because presumably everyone would vote for the same people. Because you're not, I, not really. 
eh, I mean, what's really changed that you like somebody more? I, it's weird. Look, so just, you so you think that we're not gonna we're not gonna change we're we're not gonna change every week when we do ours. Well, we're not gonna do it every week. We're just doing one this week for the fun of doing it. Um, I'm saying that no, my top ten next week would not notably yeah from change. week to week. I don't I can't imagine what would have changed. Now, if we were doing a power ranking situation, like who's been the hottest of late. Who's had the best of the screen time, something yes, like that? I think that would change significantly from week to week. But who we believe to be the best, I don't think that significantly changes from one week to the next. I think it would need a time frame in order you, for you to change your mind about who you believe is significantly the best. The guy that I think is number, the guy that I have number one on my list, by the way, given away, it's a guy. The guy that's number one on my list has been the person that I've identified as the best professional wrestler on the face of the planet. Not that I'm foreshadowing anything. Spoilers. For, for, I believe, three years now. I think it's been about three years that I've every time I've talked about this person, I've used the term best professional wrestler on the face of the planet. So, no, I don't think that yeah, if you, He's in my top three. Yeah, I mean, he should yes. be. He's really yes. effing good. All right, anyway. The point is, it's, it's weird, and we'll see where it goes. I'm not... Look, if they've got a plan for it, and it, that's what we just said in the last segment, if they have something in mind, I'm all for seeing what it is that they have in mind. I'd like for this to be a thing. I'd like for them to do something with it that's fun. On the first one, it was just sort of weird. Like, it was just, here, we did it, and, like, be excited about it, despite the fact that there's nothing there. Like, that was the weird part, is that, like, Daniel Bryan was trying to sell this idea that the people watching should be super excited about the top ten list, and everybody's just like, why? Why? (laughs) Why? 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 Wait, di- didn't you do this on WWE.com? Right, like, like, I don't understand. You have power this. rankings there. That in mind, um, it led me to the idea that this week we would do our lists. And we used to do, and sometimes still bring back, our top fives. But typically our top fives are very tongue-in-cheek. I think everybody who's listened to this show knows that I, I, on, like, I can only make so many Kevin Nash's quad jokes. You know what I mean? Like, There's only so many things that we can do. They're pretty tongue-in-cheek when we do a top five. But we are going to offer, for the first time, our top ten lists. Now, this was very difficult to do. I, I'm still throwing very difficult to do. in and out, yeah. Um, this is not, this is completely, this is a shoot. This is who we believe to be the top ten performers, regardless of affiliation. Raw, SmackDown, NXT, 205 Live, TNA, Ring of Honor, Anywhere. New Japan. New Japan. New Japan. Correct. Lucha Anywhere. Anywhere. Random indies. Just working on the indies. Yes. This is our list of 10 to 1, the best professional wrestlers and tag team slash factions. If it's a tag team or a faction, we said we would combine them together. There were a couple of spots where I didn't know. Can I just ask you how you handled the Bullet Club? I separated I, it out. I'm going to say this. I was going to put Finn on my list, but I didn't feel good putting Finn on my list and not involving the Bullet Club right now. And to me, right now, the Bullet Club is not a top ten thing in the world. Oh, the, the, the Bullet Club or, or the, the Balor, Balor Club? Club? The both. Oh. <laughs> well, I, I, I separated them I'll, out. I cheated on some tag both. teams a little oh, bit. Well, you're a piece of shit. I, <laughs> <laughs> you're a piece of shit, Aaron. You're not allowed to cheat. You're a dick. I didn't know what to do about it. They are tag teams. I didn't know what to do about it. I'll reference that when we get there. I just didn't know what to do about it. So I, that's... I, will, I will tell you the criteria I gave you gave for my list. I literally thought, I thought about this. Yeah. So when I made my top 10 list, I, the way I wanted to think about it was, who are the top 10 people that I would pop for when their music hit? Okay. So 
so that's the guys that you like the most, I guess. You know. Yes. I, okay. Who are? Oh, I kind uh, but, of but I win a thing, lot though, in that thing, way though. as well. But I had but I had other criteria that I used to think about that. The first thing I thought about was, I'm only I'm only picking WWE, and the reason why I'm only picking WWE is because it is the best in the world. And yes, there are people all around the world in different organizations that would be just as good and maybe even better when they came to WWE. And there are people from those other organizations that deserve to be in the top 10 list. But to me, until you're at the big dance, it doesn't matter. Okay. I have no problem with any of that. Uh, here's what I'll say. Now, hold on. I'm not done. Yeah, go ahead. I also thought about match quality, entertainment value, how invested in their characters I am, how their current title reign is going or title chase is going, their recent promos, and consistency. And that's how I thought my list out. Okay. I have no problem with any of that. I would say that I tried to look at everything in like a two or three year span. Like what have you done in about the last two to three years? Oh, I'm doing right very like right now. Okay. I'll, I'm doing I've, this I week. definitely waited towards what they're doing now, but with Well, I mean I'm not saying but I yeah. I'm I'm including things yes. that and I'll I'll get to a couple yes. of points when we get to that. I agree. I don't have many that are non WWE. I'm sure Aaron has the most non WWE of all of us because yes. he's the biggest nerd of the group. Um, I only have a couple, and again, I didn't know how to handle one of them, so we'll get to that. Um, but the way that we'll do this is we'll do we'll do ten to six this segment, then we'll take a break, and we'll come back on the other side, and we'll do five to one. Um, AJ is the main event, so he likes to go last and first, oddly yep. enough. So we'll let him do his ten to six, then Aaron, then me, and then the other side will reverse it. Uh, as Missy Elliott would say, flip it and reverse it. It's yum, I don't even know what she says there. I really but, appreciate that you went full with that. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. I don't I, like. Does anybody on the planet know what those actual noises are? It's just the backwards it's, version of what she says. Yeah, literally, right. it's just what she it's says. Yum, and they put it in it's yeah. I, mean, I have no idea what it is, but I'm a big fan. I mean, who doesn't love Missy Elliott? Um, so uh, we'll start with we'll start with AJ. We'll do ten to six, and then we'll we'll go from there. Oh, you know what? Before we do that. Give me the toughest one that you left off of your list. Give me the one that you agonized over that ultimately ended up didn't making your list. Um, I have two, actually. First one being Finn Balor, because I included him with the Bullet Club. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really bought, because you know Finn is one of my favorites. Um, but it, I, I, because of what he's doing with the Bullet Club now, not that it's not great. I do like what they're doing. Um, I think that they're pushing them and making them look good. Um, and I like where they're headed, uh, especially if it ends up becoming a heel turn, because I think that's the point of all the smiling, is that eventually this is going to become a heel, like a massive heel be. turn. For I think fans. it should be. Um, and the other one, other than that, was Andrade C and Almas. Okay, all right, very good. Uh, it took it, made, it really, it really bothered me to leave him off my list. The toughest ones for you to leave off, Aaron? Um, Adam Cole mm-hmm. and uh, Kushida. Okay. Uh, absolutely 100%, and I'm killing myself. Like, I want to kick somebody off my list in order to... I The two that were most difficult for me, one, i really angry at myself, is The Miz. The Miz is off my He's list. He's not on my list. And, I, like, after yeah. I made the list, I said, oh, I can't fucking make this list without putting The Miz on it. I absolutely have to... And I looked at it again, and I said... I guess I'm not putting the Miz on my list. Yeah. I just I, I, like, I was there at one point. It's really fucking like just bothering the shit out of me that he's not on my list. But I I just couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Um, and there's some recency bias to that. And then the selfish one for me is like I would have loved to figure out a way that I could have had Grado on my list. Like I would have loved it, but I couldn't figure out a way to get Grado on my list. So yeah. it's what it is. 
All right. Well, AJ Francis, ten yep. through six. Ten to six. Uh, okay. So, uh, like I said, my list is only WWE, but that's the entire WWE canon. If you're under contract, you you're, you qualify. Um, but uh, there's only one person from NXT that made my list, and they're number ten. Okay. And that is the Velveteen Drake. Now, he's very good. I didn't make my list, but it's certainly somebody I considered. Uh, the the man, the matches alone. I mean, yes. Geez. He's been the mo- his move set. I mean, come on. Yes. Um, but like his gimmick is the best gimmick in WWE. Period. I- and on top of that, the man looks like the man's hair every week is just it's I, it's I can't even put to words how laid this man's hair is every week. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I freely appreciate him, so he's number 10. Number 9, he's just, you know, I was actually shocked that he made my list um, when I started. I made a, I wrote out a lot of people. Um, but he's just too hot right now, and we've already talked about him today, and that's Elias. Um, Elias is number 9 to me because, I mean, he is the, he's a trying so hard to be a heel, and no one cares. I mean, why would they? He's, <laughs> he's, he's wonderful. I mean, he's fucking wonderful. Uh, yeah, I mean, the man is. Uh, number eight, I'm actually surprised I'm the only person that included this man, but I have The Miz. I have The Miz at number eight because... Well, again, I you mean, left all non-WWE, or, you know, like, people off your true, list, so it laid, that gave you true. more space to put The Miz on. That, that is a fact. However, uh, I am the only person that includes The Miz because I'm the only person that appreciates greatness. <laughs> um, <laughs> number seven, uh, for me, is The New Day. And uh, I thought that they would be higher when I initially made this list, but I felt like that's a good spot for them right now, even though they are my favorite faction currently in WWE, just like Finn Balor is my second favorite wrestler in WWE. Um, I think what they're doing right now, though great, the pancake bit is amazing. It gets better every week. Uh, The Royal Rumble was just peak pancake, I think. Uh, Also, that was awesome to see him be live for that. Uh, but I think the New Day at seven is a good spot for them. Number six is the first woman on my list, and her name is Charlotte Flair. Yep. Uh, she deserves to be on this list. Uh, I only actually have two women on the list, but uh, Charlotte is the one that I think uh, at at her peak, you would have told me if we did this week a month this list a month ago, she'd have probably been number one. Uh, but recently. Just because, you know, lack of it being about the title, lack of it being about her, uh, that's going to change soon, obviously, with the addition of Ronda Rousey. Um, I think that that's a good spot for her at number six. All right. Very good. Uh, one of the ones in your 10 to 6 is in my 10 to 6 as well. We'll get to that. In the meantime, Aaron Oster. Um, like I said, I had a hard time with this. I was shuffling people in and out for number 10. Uh, and it, it came down to me for my number 10 is is what guy – out of everybody, do I just want to see come out, want to see Russell the most out of the, the group that I had there? And, and it was actually kind of surprising me to the answer that I came up with. Aleister Black, I thought, was number wow. 10. I'm just really in on Aleister Black. You and Black Steve right Miggs. Now. Yeah, I just... Go I, make I, out somewhere. I, clearly, me and Miggs are on if the you same. want to sleep with him at, instead of me, WrestleMania look, weekend, look. it's fine. I'll let you sleep. Oh, yeah, by the way, what happened with the, with the Royal Rumble picks? We ended up tying me and you. Yeah, and I got my oh, ass kicked. Oh, so so we can just book we can book one. It'll be, me or you will be the final. Me and you will be the final two. Yeah, we'll we'll figure out a way to uh, make that work. We'll, we'll just too sweet in the middle of the ring and step out together. No, I have no problem. I don't need to go over here, and I just want to put on a good show. 
<laughs> Team company man. Company, company man. man. Uh, anyway, so yeah, Alistair, just I, I'm in on every time he comes out to the ring, every time he wrestles right now. I'm, I'm really in. He's, he's my number 10. Uh, my number nine going outside WWE, uh, I think this guy, we had him on the show, and we didn't quite know what to make of him at the time. Since then, King of the Indies, Keith Lee. Okay. I want to see more of Keith Lee. I can't, again, another guy I just, I want to see on, if there's a book show with him on anywhere near me, I want to go see that show right now. Keith Lee is awesome. He constantly does crazy things. Uh, I just want to see more of him. Uh, my number eight, go over to Japan, uh, Hiromu Takahashi. Um one, uh, if not the best cruiserweight in the world. Yeah, exactly. Right. I, I literally have nothing to offer to this conversation <laughs> right yeah. now. Uh, top three cruiserweight in the world. Great character. I mean, I, if I thought about it, is I might have. Is he a pirate? Just, he is not a pirate. Well, he should be. I, he, I don't. He's, uh, he carries around a stuffed cat, which is awesome. Well, okay. Oh, you talk in my language. Yeah, right. I'm immediately in. Yeah. Yes. Um, he's wonderful. Quite frankly, I, I should have probably lumped him with just the entire uh, Los Angobernables de Hapon and put of them course. at number one, but I, I separated these guys out. Yes. Uh, this is going to be controversial at number seven. And this was a, a recency my, thing brought might down. start an incident. It might start an incident. Nakamura's number seven on my list. Okay, well, that seems silly, but all right. Um, well, and, and I say this because of this. What has he done for you lately? I mean, I don't know if you saw recently. He won the Royal Rumble. But this is out of kayfabe. This and is out of kayfabe. Did you think out he wasn't good? Uh, he had the promo of his life two weeks ago. I wish I could have talked about that with you guys. <laughs> I mean, like, and, I, it was so, saying, and it was so yes, simple. But when everybody said, "What has he done for you everybody. lately?" Okay, but look, when when everybody on top of him is having five star matches, having matches of the year in the past eighteen months, and he hasn't, then yes, I'm putting him down at number seven. All right. And speaking of five star matches, my number six. I, I said it last week. Everything about it is clicking to me. I'm 100% in. I want to see the title reign last longer. I put Andrade Almas on my list at number six because everything about him, both in-ring and out-of-ring, is clicking for me right now. All right. Uh, very good. Um, all right. That, that leads to mine. El Idolo. Hey, man. I hear you. He's been very good. Uh, I yelled that at the top of my lungs when his music – I popped so <laughs> – I pop because I, I, I have lucky numbers. Seven is a lucky number of mine. So, like, I didn't want to be that annoying person that Snapchats the entire event, but I wanted to Snapchat certain parts. And I seven and nine are two of my lucky numbers, and that ended up being Andrade and Tori Wilson. So those ended up being two really good ones to mark out. How about that? That's pretty good. All right. um, My number 10 is the only indie that I included on my list, and it's just because of the joy that I have when I go see him perform. And you can mock it all you want, but if you tell me, Aaron, WrestleMania weekend – Obviously, Grado is the exception, right? If you tell me Grado is going to be there, I'll be there. But if you're trying to convince me to go to an indie show this year, there's one name that will make the difference in whether or not I'm going to be there, and that's the guy that's just the most entertaining wrestler on the world in the world. Joey Ryan is amazing. Joey Ryan is the most fun you're going to have going to a wrestling show. He's hilarious. He's going to do something super gross. He's going to do. There's just something about him that lifts up the entertainment value of my professional wrestling show. So you're saying you're in for the WrestleCon Super Show Thursday night? Uh, if Joey Ryan's going to be there, sure. Pretty sure he's going to be. Sure. I'll, yeah, I'm all in. I'll be there. Um, and it's the same way that I felt, you know, once upon a time about, uh, you know, our truth It's the same. I like the entertainment part of my wrestling show. And so you can tell me all you want about guys being better wrestlers. I want to be fucking entertained, and Joey Ryan entertains the goddamn shit out of me. So he's number 10 on my list. 
My number nine, interesting, we all included different people from uh, NXT. My number nine is the guy that I think has been the workhorse and the guy that's just been killing it and obviously finally got the chance to uh, show off um, this past one. But Johnny Gargano is my number nine, Johnny Wrestling, who has been just reliable for NXT for some time, can put on whatever you need to put on. He'll kill it uh, in tag team. He'll kill it on his own. He's Johnny Wrestling for a reason. Johnny Gargano is my number nine. My number eight is the one that uh, I mostly agreed with with AJ. This was a tough one for me to figure out where to place, but ultimately the New Day come in at number eight. Um, I, I, I love them, and again, I think I'd, I'd back up some of the sentiments that AJ had, which is more recently it hasn't been you know, as brilliant as when you first saw it, but it doesn't change the fact that it's brilliant. It's still wonderfully entertaining. It's still a very happy part of my wrestling show. I still wish that they had at some point thought bigger of those guys and would have given them more opportunities to do bigger things individually, but such is life. You know, you live with what you get, and the New Day ends up being number eight on my list. The good thing about the New Day is that they don't even need to wrestle to be, like... Oh, yeah, no question. They're still... Relevant. Like, this... They had... Their their segments on SmackDown this week were some of the best segments. Making fun of Corey Graves, doing the little Twitter questions with the the pancakes and the dog... The the, The, the Corey Graves... Booker T stuff is just amazing. Uh, what is the? What is the? We, I don't, we do need on? to talk more about that. Why don't we save we'll, that we'll for save segment that. three? We'll save that for segment three. We do need to talk more about that. What's going on there? Um, but yeah, I mean that's the new day. Number seven was the first one for me that you could say is controversial. His standing is worthy of a top five, but I have too many people ahead of him. Um, I think you know you might some people might be surprised he's even on my list, but Roman Reigns is my number seven. Um, I get it. I know where I'm he's going to be. I'm shocked that he made either one of your lists, to be honest. I mean, well, I can't ignore it. Again, this isn't to me who I like the most. This to me is who I think the best. And given everything, there's no debating about Roman Reigns and his standing. He does not. I mean, he's four and two, so. <laughs> I've heard that. Um, he does not entertain me in the humorous way that other wrestlers entertain me. We all know his promos are just sort of okay. Um, you know, he's never had great promos, although they've been better than they were when they were, you know, there was a fa- phase where they were comically bad. They have not been comically bad for some time. And I think they've done that sort of purposefully just tighten it up a little bit. Um, you know, what am I supposed to say about Roman Reigns? Now, I, I don't know if I did this completely devoid. Like if we just did this in kayfabe, who's the best? I don't know. I guess he would have to be number one right now. Like, I guess he's that guy. But well, in kayfabe, he's not because he's not champion. All uh, right, that's fair. I mean, I guess you could call it that way. Yeah. I don't know, man. But Roman Reigns ended up being my number seven. And my number six was a tough one. I didn't know how to handle this because I'm like, do I just put Kenny Omega on the list? Do I just put the Bucks on the list? I just made the Bullet Club number six. That's just what I did. The Bullet Club just ultimately ends up being number six. Kenny Omega's wonderful. The Bucks are wonderful. They're all wonderful. I just didn't know how to handle them on this list because they all do so many things differently. I didn't know what to do. So ultimately, I sort of copped out and just put the Bullet Club number six on my list. So that's my 10 to 6. All right? Cool. All right. Very good. What we'll do now is we'll grab a break. When we come back in, 5 to 1, and then we'll get into the quick count. We will indeed touch on what's going on with Corey Graves and Booker T as well as some other things going on in the world of pro wrestling. I'm Glenn. He's Aaron, and he's the main event. AJ Francis. This is Jobbing Out. 
Coming to the Owings Mills Metro Center soon, Hammer and Nails Grooming Shop for Guys, where they offer hand and foot grooming, barbering, and straight razor shaves, all in a relaxed man cave nirvana. You get your own TV and remote, top-of-the-line noise-canceling headphones, and a complimentary beverage, all while you kick back in a seat that has been custom-crafted with your comfort being the number one priority. Trust me when I say this is a one-of-a-kind experience that will have you feeling like a modern-day king. That's Hammer and Nails Grooming Shop for Guys, coming soon to the Owings Mills Metro Center. Find out more by going to hammerandnailsgrooming.com. Can you dig it, dig it sucker? Dig it, sucker. Back in here for segment number three. It is Johnny Out, Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster from the Baltimore Sun and the Rolling Stone, and of course, the main event. AJ Francis of the Washington Redskins. So we left off. We got through 10 to 6 on our top 10 lists. As we're just doing this complete shoot, who we believe the 10 best are in all of professional wrestling. Uh, because AJ's the main event, he wants to go last. So now we do 5 to 1. I will go first, then Aaron, and then AJ will wrap us up. So when we left off, my number six was the Bullet Club. Boys, my number five is the only female on the list. And this is interesting because I do think there's a recency thing here. I think if we had done this last year, I would have been more inclined to have two or three females on the list. But since Asuka arrived, there's Asuka and then there's everybody else. And so Asuka's my number five. Um, I mean, what else are you going to say? It's Asuka. She's a buzzsaw. She's awesome. She kicks ass. Asuka's my number five. My number four is the one that most required me to, to expand my time frame for two to three years because I really struggled with what to do here. I mean, like, I really, really struggled with whether or not I could even include him. But in calendar 2018, he was involved with arguably the biggest thing that happened in all of professional wrestling. Chris Jericho is my number four. And I don't, I don't know. I really struggled with Chris Jericho, right? Because, no, he's not currently active in WWE. But, again... He's active in New Japan. Right. And he was just involved with the fucking biggest thing in the world. So, I, I don't... I, I, I just... I really struggled with it. This would be one of those ones where he would probably be on my list right now. But if you wanted to say, hey, could your list change from week to week? I could see Chris Jericho within a month or two falling off the list. But I am still recognizing the fact that when last we saw him, it was a pretty fucking big deal. And everything he's done for the last two to three years has been completely wonderful. Including being a part of the best thing that happened in all of professional wrestling leading up to WrestleMania last the, the, year. The best feud of 2016. Feud of the year. I think everybody knows that. Everybody knows. <laughs> Everyone knows. Yeah. Um, so that's my number four. My number three is the aforementioned Shinsuke Nakamura because he's Shinsuke Nakamura. Not sure if you've heard of him. He's very good. He's very entertaining. That means the only controversy. Everybody knows what my number one is. It's, of course, our truth now. I mean, um, we're, not, we're not doing <laughs> that. Be. We're not doing that. Um, look, my number two is Kevin Owens. My number two is Kevin Owens because he's Kevin Owens. Because Kevin Owens has delivered night yep. in and night out, time after time after time after time. You hate him. You love to hate him. It makes it difficult to hate him because you love to hate him. But yet he keeps giving you more ways to hate him. He's brilliant. He's perfect he's everything you could ask for in a professional wrestler oh and by the way how are his matches yeah they're pretty good pretty fucking good 
I don't know what else there is to say, man. I kept thinking about, like, can I really have Kevin Owens number two on this list? But who delivers like Kevin Owens delivers? Who can you rely on the way that you can rely on Kevin Owens? Well, I can think of one, and he just so happens to be the best professional wrestler on the face of the planet. And, of course, my number one is indeed AJ Styles. But there was no drama involved with that whatsoever. So my five to one, Asuka, Jericho, Nakamura, Owens, Styles. Cool. Yours, Aaron Oster. Uh... I do have one overlap, uh, or two overlap, excuse me. I also cheated twice on this, so you're going to roll your eyes when so you hear it. So sick of that. Go. But you know what? Um, number five, I'll just start standardly. Uh, Okada. Like, Okada is everything right now in wrestling. Great wrestler, great look. He is, you know, if he was American instead of Japanese, he'd be the prototype for what a professional wrestler is in Vince McMahon's world. Because he looks the part. He is you. everything. I don't know He's if you know this, but two Japanese people just won. Yeah, exactly. Rumble. I might have to stop saying that because <laughs> yeah. I, I, I tweeted, but we didn't really talk about it. It's like I tweeted out that night, man. Remember with the last, t- the uh, best thing Vince McMahon could do with Japanese sensation was Kai and Tai. No friggin' doubt, man. No friggin' doubt. But um, I mean, Okada is just wonderful. He is everything that I wrestled. No, I hear you. I actually know enough about Okada to know that's yes. true. So. Um, I definitely cheated on this one, but they gave me an out, and I had no, I, I couldn't put either of these ahead of each other. I tried to, and I realized, oh, wait, I can put them together. The Golden Lovers are number four. Kenny Omega and Kota Ibushi I'm putting as number four. Um, they reunited. I can do it. You said tag teams. So I did. They are both wonderful, absolutely wonderful. They are the biggest story in Japan right now. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, just the way you said that was so funny. You said they were both wonderful, absolutely wonderful. As it, like I knew you were just saying they're both absolutely wonderful, but it made it seem like you were saying they are both wonderful and absolutely yes. wonderful. Which yes, which is good. It's good to be both. I gotta be <laughs> Look, honest. Look, I, I have no problem if if you want to say those are now. Wait a second. Things. Yeah, this is a question. If you had to choose one or the other, would you rather be wonderful or absolutely, absolutely wonderful? wonderful. Oh, oh, man, it's right? Because yeah. wonderful like, is more nebulous. It depends on like whether you're a classic, like you believe in the classics or not. Because uh, if you like, if you like superlatives, then absolutely yeah. wonderful is for you. It's true. You can it's add true. any. It's like a. Blank I do kind of just want to be like wonderful, though. Yeah, right? you, you like, can add anything to exactly. wonderful. You can't really add anything. Yeah, I could be beautifully wonderful. wonderful. I yes. could be any. Yeah, right. That's a great point. I, I just want to be wonderful. Stupid, <laughs> absolutely wonderful. Who wants that? That's dumb. Anyways, uh, and as they team in the future, they're going to rise up everybody's list. They're going to be the number one tag team in the world. If this is a true tag team going forward, as it was in the past. Um, So I'm just kind of getting ahead of it and putting them as number four. Uh, My number three is AJ Styles. I don't need to say anything about it other than why he's he's not. He should be number one because he's the best professional wrestler on the face of the planet. Yes. I mean, AJ Styles is great. I mean, all of my top three, I was just like, uh, pick a number out of the hat, which which way you want to go, one, two, and three. Uh, my number two, Naito. Naito, he's leading the best faction in the world today. He is a great promo, both English, Spa- or three languages, English, Spanish, and Japanese. He can cut them all. Um, great character, great wrestler. He should be New Japan champion. A little annoyed he's not. But you know what? He will be eventually. I have faith there. You put him, you put him ahead of AJ Styles. I, I put sure, him ahead. Not sure if you know And this. then I, I cheated for number one. You put him ahead of AJ Styles. Uh, I, I teamed up. Uh, I just wanted to repeat I, something. I have no problem with you that. You had AJ Styles at number three. Yes. I got two people ahead of AJ Styles. So do I. Well, because my, my number one. There are two I, different people. I, I also cheated. Uh, I put Cammy together. I put Kevin Owens and Sammy. They, they've been working out as a unit long enough that their act their act is together right now. It is, 
So I am putting them together at number one because they are the most entertaining thing in wrestling right now. This is, this is what we call – how did you ever get married when this lack of commitment? How did you ever manage because, to wed you know a why? woman because I know, with such a lack know, of commitment? I know how to pick my battles. I know how to, to split God. the middle yep. here. I don't have to choose. I am smart God. that way. You ever think about telling her, like, baby, I, I kind of want to get married, but, like, also I just want to kind of keep my options open. Like, what if I married <laughs> – what if I married you and this young lady? I technically I'm marrying you. We just I'd be marrying both of you. Hey. You ever you think about that? Maybe I should try it. Yeah, you should have. Maybe actually. I should try. Might it. Might have been a remarkable <laughs> thing if you've been able to pull it off. All right, uh, AJ Francis, the main event chimes in last. Give me your top five. Uh, so the number five for me is, and I also would like to say I didn't mention. I just didn't want to mention everybody that I left off my list. Yeah. Um, because it would have taken forever. But one group that I'd left off my list was Cammy. And I am I it really hurt me to leave them off, but like though they are utterly fantastic, like all ten of these people right now for me, I would pop more if they came out. And I love Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. They gave me the best match I've ever seen live, period. Uh but I did leave them off my list. I wanted to say that before I started. <sighs> but my number five is uh is the only other woman on my list. I'm I have two women on my list. Do either of you do that? All right, that's nope. you know what? Well, obviously we're very sexist. Absolutely. Obviously, right. time's up for us. Yes. <laughs> uh, so uh, number five for me is Sasha Banks. Uh, she's not only a friend, but she is. Listen, to, listen I mean, to him. Listen to him. <laughs> she is a great, great performer. Her match with Oscar and uh was, last week was the best match of the night in my opinion. Um, she is clearly working something with Bailey that's going to be great for her. She had a fantastic Royal Rumble. She's had a fantastic run over the past few years. She was in the first uh, Iron Man match. I mean, not Iron Man match, um, uh, Hell in a Cell match with Charlotte. Um, she's going to be in the first Elimination Chamber match. She's just great. So mm-hmm. I have her at number five. I mean, we know how you feel about her, so that's not all that surprising. Number four is Shinsuke Nakamura. Um, and I wanted to put him higher, but I felt like that was the best spot for him at this moment. Um, the man is on fire. He obviously just won the Royal Rumble. He had the promo of his life last week. Um, and once again, I'm doing this based off of more so what's happened recently. Right. Number three for me is AJ Styles. Um, AJ Styles is, has had one of the best title reigns. His, his two title reigns have been two of the better title reigns in a very, very long time. Um, and he is one of the best wrestlers, if not the best technical wrestler in the world. Um, and I love him like he's my own father. Jesus, that sounded, uh, that sounded actually a little bit more like a, less of a uh, fatherly thing and more of like yeah. a, you know, you were see, trying to see if you get his number. Number sounded two. more like a Richard Pryor, Marlon Brando situation. Yeah, 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 which was crazy, but... Yeah. <laughs> Can, can, we, wait, 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 can we just do segment three on that? I, I would kind of like to do segment three just on Quincy Jones' interview, <laughs> yes. but I would also like to do it on the Don Cheadle tweet from last. Did you guys see Don Cheadle's tweet? My God, it was perfect. So somebody asked Don Cheadle about the whole thing, right? And like again, this is all—it's very weird, right? Like the whole. I thing mean, it is, was the best interview ever. Yeah, it's certainly the best interview ever. So um, somebody asked Don Cheadle what he thought about the whole thing, and Don Cheadle's like responding, and then somebody else followed up. I didn't realize how much Don Cheadle tweets, by oh the way. Oh, my God. Like, I'm going back now. I can't find it. Oh, yes. my God. I'm 20 in, and we're only three hours ago. Like, Don Cheadle treats Twitter like, which is wonderful. I'm happy that he does it. 
um, because he's a rock star, and so it's nice to see oh, somebody that's, that's a big of a star. Essentially, the ultimate answer is somebody showed, like, sent him a picture of young Marlon Brando, and he said, look, it's not my thing, but if it was, <laughs> yeah, young, he that's said funny. literally, young Marlon Brando could get it. <laughs> Which was that's funny. just a 10, man. It was a 10 from Don Cheadle. Like, God bless you. You're, that's a, you're a delight. Um, um, that was my number three was AJ Styles. Oh, my number two. Who you all knew was going to be number two, Roman Reigns. Uh, wow, Roman, I'm, I'm shocked he's number two. <laughs> a lot of us expected he was going to be number <laughs> yeah, one. I, I'm, I'm exactly, that's why I said what yeah. I said. Uh, I mean, I don't have to. The man's four and two against the entire Raw roster. What more do I have to say? <laughs> so, literally, every person on the roster gets a shot to win it every week, and he's four and two. So I'm just saying. You wait, wait, have, wait, not every. Well, every person on the Raw roster. Yes. So you have a female number one on your list. No, I do not. Oh. So you left Asuka off your list altogether? Yes, I did. Holy shit. Because to me, though she's won the Royal Rumble, uh, I don't think that, to me, I would not pop for her more than Charlotte or Sasha. And she's great. And I have her merch. But she is, to me, not, I think that she is underneath everyone else on this list so far. Okay. Uh, uh, But my number one is on SmackDown. Uh... And it's a team. Oh, my God. Wow. Wow. (laughs) The Usos are the best thing in wrestling right now. They have been the best thing in wrestling for a while. Um, The Usos, last two weeks, their promos were so heartfelt and so amazing. No, they've been good. Um, And and they, they allowed them to really be who they truly are. And... They're honestly speaking to an audience that no one in the history of WWE has ever spoke to before. Um, I've never heard a promo in my life where, before these last two weeks, where anyone in wrestling would mention the the plight of what it's like growing up um, in America as a poor uh, minority dealing with issues like going to jail, dealing with issues like family members struggling, dealing with issues like uh, like gang violence, dealing with issues like um, problems with our jail system, dealing with issues like uh, police brutality and uh, police abuse of their power, um, dealing with issues like that. No one's ever spoke to that, that part of wrestling fans before. You know how I know? Because that's me. And it's the first time. Like I felt, the last two weeks, the promos from the Usos, right. I, felt, I felt them in my soul. Well, you're doing a so you're doing a hyper recent thing, no. which is which is cool. Am, am I? Am I? No, I'm because, not debating the Usos as far as the quality they've been, but you're having them number one. Well, I mean, they've had matches with literally everyone on the roster, and they've all been tens. And past they've, six months, and they've been doing this character for the past six months or so. Yeah, and they've been and they've been perfecting it, and it gets better every time. And they're and on top of all of that, there hasn't been anyone that's beaten them. Well, not in a while. Yeah, you're right. That's correct. Look, I'm not debating whether or not the Usos are really not, good. Not They're... even when they play. Not even when they wrestled on against the Raw champion. Right, I'm, dude. I, this is not a debate about the Usos. The Usos has been excellent. They've been absolutely fucking excellent. Um, and I can certainly understand. I I have been surprised by what they've been doing with the Usos for the, the Usos for the last two weeks. Like I've yes. I've been very surprised by that. And I don't know if you guys saw like saw it as how I saw it, but like. Before that promo last week, the first one when it was like that, um, 
they had the little lead in with them like walking against the chain link fence with like the smoke blown up at their feet and they're cutting a promo like saying make sure you tune back in next because you're going to get to see us dude that shit made me like yo the production value of this and like how they executed this was incredible yeah yeah i hear you they've man. been doing a lot of cool things on smackdown with that sort of thing the lead into the yes. matches i i'm really pleased with what they're doing on smackdown for the most part there's a couple things i think they're doing really weirdly the graphics and some yeah of the, the camera shots but like the lead into matches have been phenomenal uh, over the past few weeks um wow i mean that definitely caught me off guard but I, look i i'm not gonna argue against the usos the usos have been wonderful i mean they've been absolutely wonderful just that's that's fascinating that you would have them on number one on your list well there you go um, we won't do it every week because it's gonna it takes too long to do it every week more than anything else but we'll probably do this every couple of months i like the idea of us having a sort of a check-in on i always wanted to do a i always want to do with top five where that's how this whole top we started with the top five by just giving us that was we were, we were bitching too much well, it was power rankings and yeah. that was our way of saying here are the top five things we like but i do want to every now and then check in and just say hey here's where i'm at here's where i think professional wrestling is and who's killing it the most so uh i like one, it I, I think one uh one show in the middle of summer, like in the doldrums of summer when there's not much, we should definitely do a uh, like a wrestling draft. I, you know what we should an organization. Oh yeah, that's always tough. I like fantasy drafts better, where like we draft who we think. Like I would, here's what I would like to do. I'd like to draft now who we think is going to be in next year's Royal Rumble. Like that, that's oh, the type Jesus. of thing. And then who gets points for that? Those are the types of okay. things that I think are fun. But good stuff. Well, well done, boys. All right. Um, at some point this weekend, can somebody remind me to like if if you can guys can just send me your lists, I'll tweet out because I'm the only one who seems to be uh, doing anything from. No, no, AJ does it during shows, and we got to talk about you on social media. Man. We got to have an Aaron conversation as far as helping us out on social media a little bit. AJ's doing his share. I'm doing my share. We need you to pick up the game a little Fair bit enough. as far as social media Fair is concerned. Um, but if you remind me and if you send me your lists, I'll. I want people to listen to the show to get the list. But at some point after the weekend is over. When we're getting ready for next week's show, I'll just share out the lists at that point. Sounds good. Um, a couple other things we want to talk about. We're not going to do a full quick count, but a couple topics that we wanted to get into before we wrap up for the week. Um, Aaron, why don't we start with, oh, you know what? Can you try to pull up the Booker T. Corey Graves audio? You'd have to pull it up on that computer in order to be able to share it, um, which is fine. You can do it from there. But I think we should share the Booker T. audio for anybody that hasn't it's just sort of heard about. I haven't. I have no idea what it is. What it is. Yeah, in, in case you happen to have been in Kuwait for 10 days, which I'm assuming actually is probably a lot of our listeners that happen to have been in Kuwait for the last 10 days that may have not heard it. Um, there is a lot going on right now between Booker T. and Corey Graves, but it specifically kind of started with some comments that Booker T. made that were inflammatory. I mean, like, what? To the point where I have no idea what to make of any of it. Like, I am so lost. What? What are you doing? What are you doing? I was going to say, I'm having trouble finding the original one because I guess he said something even more inflammatory a couple days ago that that is now blowing up. But uh, Okay. Um, here, set it up a little bit more and then... I think I've got a link to this is twelve minutes long. This can't be it. I just yeah, I mean, to... anyways, it started because okay, so Jonathan Coachman came in and pushed Booker off the raw set. Booker, do we have the audio? Mm, it's too long. Anyways, Bo- Booker basically said they pulled Booker off because if they didn't, he would have beat Corey Graves' ass. That's basically what he said. 
So I've got I've got the. Why was he about to put hands on Corey Graves? I guess the the insinuation there is. Hang on, that... hang on. I think I can. Oh, it's a podcast. Yeah. Oh, you know what? They have a, they have. If I send this link to you, here real quick. Uh, can I? Can you pull up your email on there? Is it, you act like this is so effing difficult. For Christ's sakes, Aaron. So Booker T on his podcast addressed this. So I just sent you an email that has a link to the podcast, and then you just have to go to the, oh, what's the mark? It's the 118 mark is where you have to go. Don't worry. We just won't edit this out later. <laughs> Don't worry. We'll just literally have all of this in, all of this background stuff that we probably should have done a better job preparing, but that's what it is. Um, so you go to the 118 mark of that. If you scroll down, see that, what the play is? Go to 118 on there. Yeah. It should hey, be. This is Booker T uh, from Heated uh, Cup. Is that the most recent one? Mm-hmm. Episode 143 it, is the one. Yeah. Go to 118 and try it right there. One hour 18? Uh, one minute, 18 it seconds. appears to be one minute 18 seconds. I could taste it. I could taste it. Oh. You know, crab, fried, fried crab one tongue. Okay. You know what I mean? I've been working on that right there. This so is his podcast, Heated Conversations, recipes, by the way. New dishes, not recipes, new dishes. I don't, do, I don't, do, I don't do recipes. I don't well, by the way, if it's just him talking about crab wontons, we'll probably pass on all this. I show you exactly how to make it. I don't know how much it goes Where into are we? it. Uh, pinch here, uh, pinch there. Well, we try. And, uh, one we'll minute, 30 seconds? On yeah. Thinking about we, making some of those braids. Should, should I try one hour? I guess you can try one hour and 18 minutes. I don't know why. Well... Get ready to wrap this thing up in a few minutes, but uh, had to talk about this okay. heated, heated conversation. Everybody been talking about it on the internet. Everybody been talking about it on. Okay, this is actually the follow-up. Twitter, the original thing, but you know, Instagram, Facebook. People want to know, you know, what is the real deal between Booker T and Corey Graves? People want to know why Booker T is not on oh, wait, no, it is. Monday Night Raw at this point. And, 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 and there's no better place to go to get the information. You go straight to the source. Straight out of the horse's mouth. And you know, <clears throat> the horse is here, baby. I'm going to talk about it. I want to talk about it right here, you know. You know, people ask me about Corey Gray. Corey Gray is Corey Gray. Corey Gray is good at what he does. You know, Corey Gray's he's thrown jabs at me. I've thrown jabs back. You know, you know, and the thing is, Corey Gray's, of course, yeah, he's a he's a college educated young man. His vernacular is a little different than mine. You see that word I just threw? Vernacular. Yeah. It's a good word. I threw that out there just so it's SAT people, word. I just want you people to know. I mean, I didn't just, you know, I ain't studied this. It's just something that we just threw out. <laughs> you know, but I tell you, if I got Corey Graves into a fisticuffs, I would beat him down like he stole something. What if what would you do if Corey Graves I would was here be right now? Whooping his ass all day long. Because that's the thing. My thing is this. I'm a nice guy. Until you get on my bad side. Corey Gray's right now, I wouldn't necessarily say he's on my bad side, but he's the reason that I'm not on Monday Night Raw right now. Because Corey Gray's is because the reason? Because pe- people, you know what, a lot of people in the company thought I was going to jump on him. I was going to do something bad to him. I was going to drag him. I was going to take him out to the woodshed. I was going to beat that man 
so bad I was going to beat him to the, this man say, please, please, just don't beat me anymore. That's 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 how hot <laughs> I was getting. That's 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 how close I was getting. So they said, hey, book, we're going to take take step back. All right, we're going to uh, you know regroup. All right, hey, we're going to press the rewind cut button. This, gonna, all right, all right, all right pause it. Up. You can pause it. That, that's the that's the biggest yeah. part. It's, of it been, anyways. it's been long enough, dog. He said I'm going to be on him till. I want to be on him no more. Yeah, oh, Booker is a fool. I, I have no it's idea. It's kayfabe. I, it's kayfabe. I hear you saying that, and I believe right. that. And I can't fathom that Booker T would be so desirous of splitting up his relationship with WWE that, you know, he would do something that they weren't on board with. But God, I hope it isn't. Like oh, yeah. God, I would give anything if oh, it wasn't. I mean, you, you heard the Corey Graves little jab back. Yeah, he said you'd be doing afternoon radio, radio. or something yep. like that. Yeah, I mean, I would really love it if it wasn't kayfabe at all. But yeah, I think that you're probably right that it is. But God, I hope it's not. Um. Oh my God, it would just be so wonderful. It would just be so <laughs> wonderful if he just really hated Corey Graves. Like that would just be amazing. And the two of them both had microphones in order to be able to, you know. Oh. It- Oh, they oh. just snipe back and forth, like He's him so... on his on radio and Corey having the TV platform. It was so beautiful. It would just be so beautiful. But yeah, I'm with you. I don't. I don't think there's a chance in the world that it's anything. But it's providing us some in, some uh, entertaining stuff. So you had the new day kind of take jabs at it. You had everybody taking little, you know, mild jabs at it, and I just hope it blows up. It it would be awesome. Yeah, no doubt about that. All right, um, and then the other one you wanted to talk about? Yeah, uh, you know, we've been wondering about the 205 Live direction, and I don't know, did you see 205 Live this week? I did not, not yet. I haven't seen 205 Live or NXT yet for this um, week. Wonderful 205 Live. Just match-wise, uh, you had a, just a tremendous match between Roderick Strong and Hideo Itami, who Roderick Strong ac- accidentally called Kenta at one point, which good. was pretty That's good. That's pretty good. But, um, you know, I kind of said that, you're, you shouldn't be looking for the, the insta-fix for it. You should kind of start rebuilding. And it seems like that's kind of the way they're doing. And it seems like there's a reason for that because it seems like Vince McMahon has taken his hands off of 205 Live. He's turning it over entirely to Triple H. And Triple H is now responsible, which means uh, likely that Triple H is going to be looking towards, and they've been saying this on commentary, kind of moving towards the Cruiserweight Classic. You had... Uh, Drake Maverick go on commentary on Raw and even bring up it was so hot after the Cruiserweight Classic. How can we get back to this? That's kind of the way it looks like they're going to start going, and I got no problem with that. Um, I have no problem with it, but they also need people to watch, and that's the the fine line, right? Um, I want great matches. I want great performers. I want all of that. There's got to be a a middle ro- a middle ground where. Unless they just don't care, right? Like, unless they just don't care about whether or not they get a big number, unless they're so committed to 205 Live and making it work, they can live with the fact that for a while nobody's going to be watching because there just isn't the same excitement that they had either with Enzo or coming out of the Cruiserweight Classic. I don't know. Look, again, as we said a million times, we can sit here and you don't put another show on at 10 o'clock if you think that 205 Live is great. You don't do that. Now, they didn't get rid of 205 Live, which some people we were worried, and especially after the Enzo news, I think a lot of us wondered about the long-term future of 205 Live. I like that they're still committed to it. I like more wrestling. I like having options. It's a good option to have on board. That being said, I, I still think they need to try to do something. And as we talked about earlier on the show, 
Rey Mysterio showing up on 205 Live would go a long way to being something. That would be something worth looking at. It would be something worth watching. It would be something that would get average people to tune on the show. But as I've said a million times, it doesn't have to be that. Just have the goddamn cruiserweights interact with the other professional wrestlers that exist in your company. Roderick Strong wrestling on 205 Live? And he did advance. He advanced. Great. Good thing. I kind of wish you wouldn't have spoiled that for me, but God bless you. Apologies. Um, those are things that you should be doing. But you should not. This shouldn't be that Roderick Strong can't go back and show up on NXT again. It should be that you're using other people to improve. Hey, by the way, I just happen to be two, less than 205 pounds. I could also qualify for this. I can be fluid. I can compete against the other guys. I can compete against these guys. I can't. I'm not living in a world where I'm only good enough to compete against other little guys. That's stupid. How much better is your performer if your performer can prove that they're not just capable of beating guys their size, but sometimes they're capable of beating guys that are bigger than them. It helps everything. So I, there's a million things that you can do. I hope that they remain committed to it because there's great performers, and I, I like the idea of more wrestling. It's a good thing. Um, I can't always get to it, but I hope they remain committed. Okay, Dynamite tipping. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's why we keep him around. All right. Um, very good. Is that it? Are we good? Yeah. All right. Let's good. get some plugs in. AJ, we'll start with you. Uh, Frank, tell us, uh, everybody, everything you need to know. I'm assuming that you're going to get back to playing some shows here now that you're back on uh, American soil and as well as the Francis Sports Academy. Yeah, so uh, I'll be back training for the Francis Sports Academy next week in Orlando, so be on the lookout for that. Um, I actually have three shows booked in Florida that I'm about to go on this little mini tour. Um, it's... Uh, it's going to be in, hold on, let me look at the, I just got a book for him. So I'm trying to find the actual dates and, uh, uh, and there it is, I believe. I don't really know. Hold All on. right. Well, I'm sure there's a website or something. Hold on. Okay. Should Hold on, hold on, hold it, on, hold this on. Is, we were all very prepared for this week. You've got to give everybody credit. Everybody <laughs> top-notch preparation. For this week's show. Um, but I have shows uh, coming up in February in Miami, in uh, Tampa, and in Jacksonville. So be on the lookout for that. Um, I'm going to be performing at all the shows. It's like um, it's like a festival tour. Um, it's not a festival actually. It's like a it's like um, like a tour where there's a bunch of artists that are jumping on and off the tour. Um, and so they come into Florida. They ask me to be a part of it. Cool. And it's going to be big. Uh, I'm going to be getting to meet a lot of people, perform in front of new crowds, get to make new fans. It'll be awesome. So, yeah, if you, uh, I'll have the dates and everything soon. Uh, so come out. If you're in those areas in Florida, come check me out. Um, I got a new music video that should be coming out soon um, for the song Hashtag. It's like a 3D cartoon music video, so that'll be cool. Nope. Uh, and, yeah, I just got a lot of things cooking. I'm just trying to get back my sea legs back under me after being overseas for a week. So I'm just chilling right now. Awesome, man. Awesome. Love it. All right. Wait, um, wait, wait. Do you say you're getting your sea legs back under you? I guess you? technically that doesn't make sense because, yeah. I'm, anyway. I'm not saying my actual sea legs. I'm getting using sea legs as sea legs as like a euphemism. I understand. I understood, but Aaron, of course, is a He's an asshole. All <laughs> yes. right. Uh, Aaron. Uh, at the Aoster. And? We are on Twitter at Jobbing Out Just do the rest of it. You can find us our email if you want to contact us, jobbingoutshow at gmail.com. Um, 
my weekend kind of got crazy, so I didn't have anything planned. But I might write something now this weekend for uh, Baltimore Sun, so keep your eyes out for that. All right, very good. I'm Glenn Clark, so Glenn Clark Radio is the Twitter. GlennClarkRadio.com is the website. Thanks again to nobody for joining us this week, unless we did get somebody later on that we went back and edited in, which is totally possible. You would have heard it already, and you would have known. So if we did, thanks to them for joining the show. If we didn't, thanks to nobody at all. Um, for uh, Aaron and for the main event, event, event. God damn it! Do it already. No, I'm done. Oh. AJ Francis. I'm Glenn Clark. This is Ben jobbing out. Bent. <laughs> jobbing out. <laughs>